Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. The Summer Down Under is underway. Welcome to TC Live on day two from Australia as we continue our coverage of the United Cup with women's number one, Iga Sviantek, making her season debut among other stars in Sydney and Perth. Here's what we have coming up for you over the next half hour. The season got started in spectacular fashion. Big points, big names, and a match that came down to the mixed doubles. We've got all the highlights. Plus, Naomi Osaka isn't the only mom making a return to competition. Three-time major champ Angie Kerber taking the court for Germany tonight. And Holger Runa has added another big-name coach to his team this year. The Great Dane now has former members of both Djokovic and Federer fame. The beaches are safe down under. Forget Hasselhoff or Efron. It's Baywatch Nole in slow-mo. Soak it in. We are leading you up to the top of the hour. Featured matches, the Netherlands taken on Norway. That means Kasper Ruud leading the way. He faces Talon Griekspor. That one is in Sydney. Over in Perth, the Czech Republic faces China. Yuri Lehechka against Triple Z, Zhang Zizhen. And Wimbledon champ Marketa Vondrosova against Zhang Qinwen. All the matches on Tennis Channel and T2. Come on in. Great to have you with us tonight and throughout the week for the United Cup. Steve Weissman, Prakash Amitrash. And we've got the recently retired former top 10 star Coco Vandeweghe in a climate-controlled environment. <laughs> yes, Steve. Yes, we, we weathered the storm so well in Cancun. I'm surprised we even made it back. We, I, I, I was, it was thundering down on you guys over there. We, we were in the safety of Paris and Turin indoors. I don't know how you guys did it. I mean, Coco was a rock star. Just like, The wind didn't bother her. Hair going everywhere you know didn't why? matter. Because she's a gamer. She, she gets it done. No, I, sh- no I, show up, I show up to play. I mean, it's like... It's like dodgeball. There's no excuses. It's dodge, <laughs> duck, dive, dip, dodge. You know, all those all those acronyms you got to use to your advantage. I mean, I got to take in the windblown hair look. I was trying it all. I was trying it all. You pull it all off. No excuses. You, you Play like a champion, off. Coco Vandeweghe. Uh, what, what are you most looking forward to tonight? We got four separate ties. Yes, I, there's a lot of different ties, a lot of different matchups today. There's going to be a lot of mixed bags of tricks going on out there. I think it's going to be the Czech Republic and China. I think that's going to be the matchup we're going to be most looking forward to, the most exciting match that's going to be hitting our airwaves today. Yeah, look, I mean, I think we're all going to have our eyes on that. Lehetska and Zhang, probably the most exciting matchup for me. Lehetska cracked into the top 30 last year. A lot of people think he might be able to crack into that top 10 this year. Got a really complete all-round game, pretty mature for such a young age also. But I'm, I'm a huge fan of Triple Z. He had a huge win over Rude at the U.S. Open last year. So looking for him to kind of have a bit of a season like Lehetska had last year and sort of catch up. But either way, what a way to start. Yeah, looking forward to that. And also, Zheng Qinwen, I could see her maybe cracking into the top yep. ten this year, taking on the Wimbledon champion, Marketa Vondrosova. But before we talk about today's matches, let's get you caught up on what went down on day one 
Alejandro Davidovich Fokina looking to extend a 10-match winning streak on hard courts against players ranked outside the top 50. It is Spain and Brazil. It would be his first win against the Brazilian as well, Pete. Well, we talked about it yesterday where, where Fokina really was going to be the big favorite coming into today's match. And when he mixes up defense like this with playing on the front foot and mixing up that offense and picking and choosing that drop shot at the right time, like right here off the front foot, that's when I think he's playing his best. Nice controlled tennis throughout that first set. Never really looked too much under pressure. Second set, picked right back up. Here, mixing in some good defense behind the first sign, able to get some good height, and then when he gets his opening, finds the passing shot. Not a great approach shot there from the Brazilian. And again, off the front foot, mixing both up, really keeping his opponent uh, sort of off guard throughout the entire match. Took him to the uh, to the bakery in the second set. Weissman. So Fokina good for gosh. Ooh. 12th career bagel set puts Spain <laughs> up one in this tie. So a must win for Beatrice Haddad Maya facing Sarah Cerebez Tormo. They played the longest match of the year at Roland Caros for gosh. First set looked like it might be the same. You got to get the sensor button on you, Weissman. That uh, opening set here was tight all the way through. Ended up going to a breaker. But again, Haddad Maya Talking about what we talked about with Fokina, mixing up that offense with the defense here. I personally think when Haddad Maya is attacking the net, using that great wingspan that she has up there, that's when she's her most uh, uh, efficient. You can see here, very clean tiebreaker, pumping that forehand, getting into the net. That's when she's her strongest. Second set, those three best Tomo coming up with the break early just wasn't good enough. Haddad Maya really got into a good rhythm here. We all know how good that forehand side is, but she really started crunching that backhand, as you saw there. Reeled off a bunch of games in a row here, forcing an error from Saribas Tomo. Takes it 6-2. Haddad Maya playing doubles with our Taylor Townsend at the Australian Open. Love Looking that. forward to that one. Love that comes. Seventh straight win overall. Evens up the tie one apiece. So it comes down to mixed doubles. That's what the United Cup is all about. Marcelo Mello playing with Haddad Maya against Saribas Tormo and Davidovich Fokina. Well, if you had asked me to bet on this match coming in, I would have taken... Haddad Maya and, and the only doubles expert on the court in Marcelo Melo, but it was the Spaniards who found openings like you just saw right there from Fokina. And again, just a little extra movement up there. Great move from Fokina, not moving horizontally, cutting it off as you want to do on the doubles court, moving diagonally. Second set, though, set point down. Check out these hands from Cerebes Tormo. Really solid up here at the net and a marvelous carving backhand volley to save things. Went just down to the couple inches. Could have been in a third set breaker. Managed to save that, work their way to match point, sneaks it out. Spain wins the first tie of this year's United Cup. Cerebes Tormo, Davidovich Fokina get it done. Group A standings, they are in the lead. Of course, Team Poland, they start later tonight, and they have a great squad with Iga Sviantek and Hubert Hercoc, but Spain leading the way right now. Uh, we only get to see mixed doubles a few times a year, Coco. You've, you've played mixed doubles. How cool is it? That it is so meaningful in the United Cup. Well, before the United Cup, there was Hopman Cup. And I played Hopman Cup twice with Jack Sock. And that was always interesting. I mean, Jack is a very great doubles player. And I was a very solid doubles player myself. But you always wanted your best players out there playing. And it's the same as it goes in Davis Cup and in Billie Jean King Cup. You want your best players out there to play. And it's so interesting to play someone that's a doubles specialist. Because you're always watching them. They're always moving way more than a singles player would, and they're way more comfortable up and around the net. You're getting a lot of different looks. 
Look, we're treated with so many beautiful things on, on both the ATP and WTA tours. We see a lot of great singles. Sometimes you see the singles players playing doubles. You have great doubles experts. But in mixed doubles, especially at the slams, you don't generally find the top players playing it. So when you find an event like this where you're able to mix in these singles players who now come together in a very high-stakes format of playing mixed doubles when it might be on the line like we just saw there, I think it's a beautiful treat for all of us. I, I hope in this new format this year that a few of the later rounds end up going down. To this, to this third set. I think it's really exciting. I hope so as well. And certainly this new format, only three matches, yep. makes doubles even more important than it's ever been, much like Hotman Cup. All right, how about the night session in Perth? We had Great Britain taking on the home squad, the Australians. Cam Norrie hoping to snap a nine-match losing streak against top 20 opponents. Coco taking on Alex Dimonor. No, this was the match of the day. These two players are very similar styles. They're both cat and mouse kind of players. They're getting extra balls back all the time. But it was... Deminard that stepped it up in the second set after being a little bit too passive in the first set. Just staying on the baseline, changing direction with his forehand like you saw there, and getting the crowd involved. The most important thing when you're playing in front of your home country is get them involved in the match. Unfortunately, he let this tiebreaker slip away from him a little bit, got passive once again, and Nori just started to rip some forehands. Nori said, I really had to dig deep and play very brave in that third set, and he certainly did in the tiebreak. Unfortunate double fault there on match point. Evens their head-to-head -head at 2-2 and puts the Brits up one in the tie. So then it was Demonor's girlfriend, Katie Bolter, the British number one, hoping to clinch it, Coco, against Isla Tamjanovic and avoid a potentially awkward mixed doubles match. No, Katie was definitely ready to rock and roll in this match. She was getting great depth on her ball, and she was putting Isla on her back foot. Isla hasn't played much tennis. Last year, she was injured all through most of last year, played a couple ITFs towards the end of the year to get ready, but you really saw the difference of player, of Katie just stepping up and beating Isla with her pace and constant pressure. I mean, it starts off the first serve and the forehand. The forehand-to-forehand forehand rallies was just detrimental to Isla. She just could not get out of them in any way, shape, or form and find Katie's backhand. 14 winners for Katie Bolter. Eight aces in the match, saved all six break points and converted three of her own. So Katie Bolter gives Great Britain the win to Zip. They did lose in the mixed doubles, but they are ahead right now in the group standings. Team USA takes on Great Britain tomorrow for their first match. But let's hear more from Katie Bolter. Honestly, I've been practicing really well coming into this event, and I just tried to work as hard as I could and compete and enjoy competing because it's been a whole month since we've, uh, we've been playing. So to be back here on Aussie soil, it really, uh, really starts the year well, and um, it's nice to be back in Perth as well. Mention the Team USA has Great Britain coming up. How dangerous is this squad? Well, listen, I mean, especially with Katie playing that well there, I was actually surprised. I thought it was going to be a much tighter match with Isla. Isla was injured for a bit, but picked up some match wins at the end of last year. But the way Katie played, as you talked about, you know, very high in the plus column, winners to unforced errors, that, that makes it very challenging. Because, again, Cam Nori, another player who he's been in the top ten, he's won Indian Wells, and hasn't quite found his form uh, towards the end of last year, and now it seems to be coming back a little bit. Both of them playing this kind of level. No reason why they're not one of the favorites to be able to win it. Mm. No, they're going to be so difficult to play against because not only that, they can win any match, they can lose any match. So it's always going to be coming up against the mixed doubles. And hopefully, as you go further and further, you, they find the rhythm of playing together like we were talking about earlier. You don't always play together, and the singles players aren't used to playing mixed doubles. Maybe a little bit doubles, but mixed doubles is few and far between. That could be an advantage for Team USA. Taylor Fritz, Jesse Pagula went... 
3-0 in mixed doubles together last year at the United Cup. We'll catch up more with Coco when we come back on TC Live. Plus, the world number one making her season debut tonight. How many more majors will Iga Sviantek add to her resume this year? Our experts have the answers. You're watching TC Live. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Coco Prakashti back on TC Live. Arantz Garus up first for the Netherlands, taking on Maylene Helgo. They've actually played three times at the ITF level, all straight set matches. Roos, last win at a tour level event, came in October. So looking to start the season strong. Coco going to be on the call with Chanda Rubin for this match, about 20 minutes away. Time now for our hot shot of the day. It's actually a hot point for Cup. So, so somebody pick who's going to win this early in the point. You're not going to be able to do it. Looks like Nori's in control. Get this clip of the net just over. Doesn't do enough with that. Tendenor battles for position, finds his way in. I think he's going to put this away, but all of a sudden Nori says, you know what, I got some defense on this end. Finds his way back in. Couple more shots, but doesn't make a mistake with the forehand. Weissman, you couldn't have picked it early, right? <laughs> no, that was amazing. I love this. This one, right? Bad luck, right? Bad luck. Well, you know, that's the courteous thing to say. Tennis, tennis, tennis lingo here. But the last thing you want to do is give either of these guys, exactly as Coco said, another crack at it. They get every single ball back. And a beautiful hot shot to start the new season. Beautiful hot shot. Beautiful photo right here. How about Coco Vandeweghe announcing retirement at the U.S. Open? And then played your last match in San Diego with your friend Danielle Collins. Got to the finals there. Uh, tell us about your, your last few matches on tour. Oh, f playing with Danielle is something special. I mean, it was definitely a, very interesting to get out <laughs> and with her. I mean, we tried our best. We, we had our own <laughs> conversation, side conversation besides the tennis. And that's what I loved about playing doubles was always making friends along the way. And I only like playing with people that I actually enjoyed <laughs> because otherwise I wasn't going to go play with you. And DC and I had a great blast and we had a great party afterwards which was even better. Oh. You know, Coco, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I know you had such a brilliant career but generally when people come to the TC desk and do their thing they generally go back and do even better things. So if you want to go win a slam or something like that maybe it's time to just she get back out there. Slam I mean I have champion. one. I could get two. You get another one. You get, you get another one. <laughs> with Ash Barty. I mean, that, that's, that's big time, right? Yeah, I can, I can, I can get greedier. Ash, right? I can get, get greedier. greedier. Another <laughs> one, another singles, you know, throw, throw it all out there. Quick transition to the to the broadcast world. We love it. It's good stuff. We love it. <laughs> keeping you... the holiday spirit going as well. Yes, yes. I mean, December, as most people know, and my friends, is my birthday month. It starts very early in December 6th. And I went to the Bahamas and spent it there. So I didn't get much of the Christmas spirit going in California. So I'm keeping it alive for the rest of December. So the, so the plan is to come here on TC Live, put us to shame with that red jacket you got on, and then you're going to go to Australia, and then you're doing uh, t Channel 9 over there. Well, I mean, someone's got to bring the spark out here. I mean, Prakash, you don't do enough for, for TC. And, you know, Steve steps up when he can, but someone's got to bring the spark. I, I, you know what? I love this. Please, Coco, stay here as long as we need a little bit of this I, on the set. I mean, they send me to Cancun to get blown away with Steve. I, I deserve a little bit of, of nice, nice... 
atmosphere here at the TC desk. Uh, right. Oh, I got to love the studio. It's, gonna, it's, it's a good time. We've can we got, get some more caffeine over here? Three of us all week long, <laughs> folks. Do not worry. Still to come, Olga Runa, little boom, boom, pow. We know the boom, boom, but a new coach is adding the pow. Let's fill you in with the rest of the lyrics next. Vandaway, I'm Atraj Weissman, back with you on TC Live, taking a look at what is coming up tonight here on Tennis Channel for the United Cup. How about the return of three-time major champion Angelique Kerber for Germany, taking on Jasmine Paulini. Then it is Lorenzo Sonigo against Alexander Zverev. We also have the debut for this season for Iga Swiatek, women's number one. Tough match against Beatrice Haddad Maya, Hubert Hercoc against Thiago Zaybacz-Vuj. Some good matches plus some mixed doubles. Here comes Iga. January 1st will be her 84th week at number one in the world. Saw her get back to number one in Cancun a month ago, and she is leading Team Poland. This year, we got three teams that have two top ten stars. And in this new format where we only play three matches, Poland is one of the big-time favorites, Coco, because they've got Iga Swiatek, UB Hercoc. As I mentioned, we saw Iga get back to number one. Do you think she stays there all year long? Uh, what are your expectations for her this season? It's going to be tough for Iga to stay at number one this year. I mean, she's got unlimited points to defend, and that's always the toughest part about going into the new year is constantly defending the points that you created last year. I mean, we know that she's going to do well during the clay court season. That's always her bread and butter. But it's going to be at the start of the year. What has she been working on? What is she going to be able to implement to keep all these girls that are knocking on her door away? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. She's not going to keep it throughout the whole year. I think it's going to go back and forth a little bit. You got you got Coco, who's kind of elevated to an, uh, to the next level. You got Jess, who I think is is going to have the best results she's had in a Grand Slam so far in her career after winning that second 1,000 title last year. You got Sabalenka, you got Rabakina, you got Vondrasova. Ons Jabour is starting to feel healthy uh, towards the end of last year. There's so much going on in the women's tour. Oh. Naomi Osaka is back as well. We expect her to play brilliant tennis. So I, I think it's going to be very exciting. I think a lot of people believe they can beat her now. I think that complete invincibility is gone. She's still a very dominant, you know, world number one. But there are people who can, who can beat her. And uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to go back and forth. Prakash says no. Well, once this chink in the armor starts coming out, it's like when Serena was holding number one ranking for as long as she did. Once people started beating her and having the confidence of being able to take down number one player in the world and one of the greatest of all times, it starts showing a little bit of sweat on the brow. Contagious, yeah. yes. Yeah. Did win Roland Garros last year as we enter the social net. And our colleague David Kane of Tennis.com put out this great tweet. RIP <laughs> Tennis Offseason, December 2023 to December... 2023. Not, not much of an off-season, Coco. No, it never is. It never <laughs> is. I mean, when I would take my off-season, I would have about six days of nothing, and then it was straight back into it way before Halloween would hit. Yeah, I had to think about it. Look, I've, I've always thought the off-season is a little bit too short. It can make the fans a little bit more eager when it comes back. Uh, a lot of different reasons. But, Coco, it's got to be doubly brutal for you because you got that mini off-season. You get your birthday thrown in there as well. 
Christmas, there's just not enough time no. for you to celebrate. No, I mean, th- I definitely make do with what I have. I definitely have hit a different different variety of celebrations. I went to Vegas one year with, with Bethany and, and Shelby, and, you know, that was definitely a blowout birthday. But, you know, I try to keep it PG, even though they try to get me away from being PG. Throwing them under the bus <laughs> on TC Live. I like it. Can't edit. Can't edit. <laughs> PG-13, R-rated, we, we don't know. Uh, but what we do know is that Holger Runa is beefing up his coaching staff. How about this? Already added Boris Becker. Now he's got longtime Roger Federer coach Severin Luti on the team. Prakash, what do you make of this? Look, at the end of your career, you want absolutely no excuses, no stone unturned. I love the addition of Boris Becker. I think, I think look, him, Holger, absolutely both dogs on the court. But they also got sometimes a little bit of a chip. Like, they don't care if they're ruffling the opponent's feathers. I kind of love that in both of them. So I think that's a good match. And now you're adding someone who was on Roger's team for so long. You're going to be able to get so much of that insight. Brilliant, brilliant move the last uh, three, four months. I mean, whatever works, right? I mean, you got it's, it's the placebo effect, whatever you want to call it. If someone else had a coach that everything worked well with, you want that too on your team. I mean, so, so he's got uh, one guy who coached Djokovic to, to major titles, one guy who coached Federer to major titles. Should he add you gotta Uncle add, Tony you, to the mix now? Uh, uh, you got to add Uncle Tony. You got to add Paul Anacone. You got you got you got to add them on there. Make it make it a full team. That's a good team right now for Holgaruna, and then he's got you know the the physios and all that stuff from the Maradaglu Academy. So uh, full I mean, team. He, he could fit a, a basketball team out there right now. I he mean, could. That's, what, that's what he's going for. Go five on five. Line them up. <laughs> Here's our schedule for Saturday at the United Cup. TC Live coming your way once again, 6 p.m. Eastern, leading you up to first ball between Canada and Chile. Then we got the barn burner. Team USA, Taylor Fritz, Jesse Pagula in action against Great Britain. Back with more after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back on TC Live, moments away from first ball. Casper Ruud and friends. Team Norway, they are taking the court against the Netherlands. We will have that match coming up first for you. Aronska Roos leading the Netherlands against Maylene Helgo for Norway. Casper Ruud's talked about kind of setting the bar for Team Norway, helping everybody on that squad. First match, Roos, Helgo, then it's Greek Spore against Rude. Looking forward to both of those matches. And then later tonight, we've got China taking on the Czech Republic. That one's going to be special. Both of these matches stand out. Yuri Lehechka had a breakout season last year. So did Triple Z, but as Prakash said earlier, Zhang Zhizhen could have an even better year in 2024. Marketa Vondrosova now a top 10 star, Zhang Qinwen, I think, can be a top 10 star. So a lot to look forward to. Let's start with Vondrosova against uh, Zhang Qinwen. What do you make of this matchup? Oh, it's going to be a tough matchup. I mean, it's it's going to be Vondrosova showing that she is the Wimbledon champion. She's It's not a fluke. She's going to come back and perform this season in 2024 and maybe keep pushing into these slams. And, and for the coaching staff, for, for Zhang, listen, she, she lost her coach, Wim Fassett, yeah. left her to go to Naomi Osaka, but picked up her old coach, Pereriba. 
Yeah, look, I, I think for Zhang, I think the coaching is going to have to uh, be on point, as you, as you said, taking on the Wimby champ. I think a couple of plays that we can look out for is trying to use that wide serve, break, break, Vondros uh, out uh, real wide to that to that backhand side, maybe, maybe take one hand off the racket, and uh, and just get her pressing a little bit. When Vondrosa was on the front foot and she's able to get that serve going and really dictate play, that's when she's playing her best. That's what she did so well at Wimbledon. Zhang has the ability to be able to take it to her opponent. She's not the kind of person who's going to get pushed around from the base line. So as long as she can kind of be the one dictating, I think she's got a real shot here. Well, it's going to be all about her net game. If she's able yeah. to have the confidence of hitting those big balls, which she, we know she can hit, but also coming forward and taking those extra balls that Badrosva gets back out of the air and finish it off instead of keeping the rallies going. That's what you don't want to do against Badrosva. And, and Coco. That fine line that, that we look at with a player like Zhang who plays so big, we've seen it last year. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the unforced errors can come fast and quick, especially on that serve, which is so big. We've seen some double faults come. So just kind of finding that right balance, too. How about the difference of going from being the hunter to the hunted? I mean, she's a yeah. top 10 star now. She's a Grand Slam champion. This is the first time in her life that people are gunning for her. Oh, it's always a different look. When I broke into the top 10, it was very stressful to go out there each and every match where you're supposed to win. You're supposed to beat these players ranked from 10 to 20, where before it was like, oh, it was a great win to have. I mean, not that it's not, but it was unexpected. Now it's the expected. So she's got to kind of manage expectations, especially early on in the year. Don't get too down on yourself if you don't get these first couple matches under your belt. But now it's the time to show what you've been working on and show what you're made of and see if you have the confidence to be able to perform into 2024. All right, let's flip it to Casper Ruud taking on Talon Griekspor. Ruud won their only previous match tour level, but Griekspor has actually beaten them in a couple of challengers. Who gets the edge for you? The edge is still with Casper here, but, but let's notice some of the tennis that Griekspor was playing towards the end of last year. Had, had a career season last year, looked fantastic, but played one heck of a match with Novak in yeah. Paris. All, all went down all the way to the wire, 6-4 in the third. Um, he can take a lot of confidence from the way he closed out the year last year. So be curious to see how he starts this year with the edge, certainly with the, with the man with the big forehand who I know you love. I, I mean, Casper's a guy who got to two in the world, had chances, as you know, to get to one in the world. But he enters this year... At 11, does he have something to prove now? Oh, I absolutely think he has something to prove. I mean, last year was a slump, if you can call 11 in the world a slump. But it's not what we expected out of him, especially going through the consistency that he had through all of the year before, where he got to number two in the world. We want to see more consistency from Casper in each and every tournament, not just the clay court season, as he's been knocked to only perform at. We want to see it starting early, quick, and often, and no excuses out there. Fast court, slow court, play like a champion. Listen, got to a couple finals, Roland Garros. One final at the U.S. Open. Fourth round, his best at the Australian Open. You're getting set to call the next match, Aronska Roos against Maylene Helgo, somebody that we don't know a whole lot about, and I don't know that Aronska Roos knows a whole lot about. So what's that like as a player when you're taking on somebody who you've never faced before? Well, being the lefty that she is with Aronska, she is going to be using that lefty spin to her advantage. She wants to get away from the forehand, and she wants to stay with her shots. When you're playing someone you have no clue about, you want to keep to your shots, keep to your game plan, and try and just implement it and make them do something that is unexpected. All right. We are looking forward to it. You can go join uh, Chanda Rubin in the booth for the call of that match. Got you covered all night long, all morning long for the United Cup. And the three of us back with you tomorrow for TC Live as the players take the court. Right now in Sydney, those fans, they've been amped to go for an entire month. We got tennis back in Sydney, back on the air. It's Tennis Channel. Thanks for watching TC Live.